If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. In my 27 years as a Victorian policewoman, I investigated everything from a stolen bicycle to a stolen life. Policing taught me a lot about human nature, which I explore in my podcasts with a variety of fascinating guests discussing the human side and impact of crime, not only on their lives, but mine as well. My podcasts are not suitable for children and some adults for that matter. If you find yourself affected by my subject matter, please contact Lifeline or any other support service or person that you feel comfortable with. My guests provide their recollection of an event or incident, sharing their thoughts and their emotions, but it's theirs and not everyone will agree with them. I understand that and I hope you do too. Thank you. I was facing a wall and I just turned to talk to someone and I was told that I faced the wall for three hours <laughs> and then I turned around thinking that I was rolling back into where I'd been and they said, you know, we, you, you were facing the wall for three hours, you were staring at it, we just let you be. <laughs> Hello everyone, hope you've had a good week. Uh, this week is part three and the final part of my interview with Anastasia. It's also my final interview for this year. But as I've said, don't be concerned because the boys at Black Salmon, they're going to go back into the archives and share a few podcasts I've done, mainly older podcasts that I've done for my Patreons, just to give you a bit of a taste of what Patreons get for spending a little extra. Uh, anyway, back to Anastasia reminding you of Anastasia's story. She's the mother of two fine young men who were both very young when she somehow managed to survive being in a, a domestic 
uh, violent situation for well over 30 years. She stayed for one reason and one reason only, for her boys. Both her boys have had learning difficulties their whole life, which aren't insurmountable, but they've certainly provided some challenges for them. She herself has a a learning disability, which she's managed extremely well, uh, but again, it's got its challenges and continues to do so. But with all these challenges, Anastasia was still able to run a highly successful business, which took her and her boys all over the world. Such was her reputation and standing within that community. Her passion, which was working with young and vulnerable children, was stopped suddenly when her former husband left her the actual day that she was to reopen her business after two years of having to close due to COVID. And as if that wasn't shocking enough, he also had an intervention order served upon her just prior to literally opening the doors, alleging horrendous violence against him by her. Having this order placed on her changed her whole world and just about ruined it, not only for her and her students, but her boys as well. Through her whole marriage, she held on to a secret that she'd only shared with very few. She had endured uh, physical, psychological and verbal abuse from her husband, including strangulations, yes, that's a plural, uh, which her children and some friends had witnessed. The only reason, as I said before, she stayed in that marriage was because of her children. She felt that she had brought them into the world um, and was very responsible for them, obviously, and wanted to give them every chance of being good young men. And she just couldn't do that on her own. So she stayed and kept her secret. His family had a history of family violence going back generations and nobody said anything to anyone. So the behaviour continued. The court process treated Anastasia with disdain and, in fact, referred to their situation as, quote, just a messy divorce, unquote. What an offensive term when anybody, let alone a court, is referring to domestic and family violence. That is not, quote, just a messy divorce, unquote. It is so much more. She decided that enough was enough. And once she began telling the police her story, it was like a volcano erupting and all the violent incidents came flooding back, those that she suppressed for her whole married life. It wasn't until her former husband was charged with these offences and found guilty, I might add, that the courts began to take her seriously. But by then, having the world she'd created for her and her boys had collapsed. She'd lost her job, her career and her superannuation. This week, Anastasia delves more into the effects of having the intervention order placed on her has had, even though it's now been lifted. But the effects continue to this day, not only to her, but her boys and some young disadvantaged kids that she was hoping to help. And why are these situations continuing and the effects continuing to this day? Because 
of one man's selfishness and determination to ruin the mother of his children, which has affected his children as well. How interesting also how her former husband's demeanour and dress would change depending on why he was at court. So some days he could portray himself as a broken and dishevelled man. Or other days he could portray himself as being astute, professional and a very successful businessman. Look, take care over Christmas and New Year. Please drive carefully, love the ones you're with and treasure your friends and family. And to those who are struggling now or might over the holiday season, trust me when I say those feelings of loneliness, maybe helplessness, maybe sadness, they won't last forever. You will get over that hump or that hurdle. Just try and appreciate the small things in your world and take everything day by day. It will get better. It does get better, but it does take time. Merry Christmas to you and your families, and I'll be back in mid-January. But um, for now, here's part three and my final interview with Anastasia. Thank you. Another side to this story, like absolute insinuation that I was an evil, violent perpetrator and I literally had to say in court, this man has been criminally convicted. He's running a giant business. He's got money. I need it removed. To have even the judge say, oh, yeah, why don't you both drop them? And I had to say he's criminally convicted for family violence. Mm. Let's leave mm. his on him, shall we? Mm. Mm. So even then in the court, after he has been criminally convicted for family violence, his barrister, who mm, his barrister made fun and light of the family violence. Oh, really? Yeah. In, in mean, what way? Well, by belittling it, by saying it's just a messy divorce. Oh, gee, how, what an offensive comment. What an offensive man. I feel sorry for his wife. And that there's another side to the story. There is no other side to a story of family violence. And this particular barrister acted towards me like I was a violent person to avoid and I dealt with him several times, and I found my voice. He couldn't even look me in the eye. Mm. He tried to bully me on one court issue. I was trying to talk to my beautiful police officer, and he was more important than me talking to him, and I had to ask him to leave the courtroom in a really strong manner which he would turn into aggressive, God love him, because that's what they do. So, you know, I just I just don't th think it's easy and I don't think the courts listen or allow people to have a voice. Even to the point of my former partner, each court appearance had, like a court jester, had a different look. So on the day of sentencing, he looked dishevelled, had big hair, looked miserable, licking his lips, head down, like he was a battered person. 
But isn't it a bit funny, Narelle, that on the day he had to come into court to start the IVO removal process, and the court were great. They, they just the police are wonderful. I just love them. They decided that they would serve him the IVO the night before, so that maybe he couldn't get his counsel ready in time. <laughs> God love them. I just love them so much. I, I you know, I would just cook for them every day if I could and look after their children. They're wonderful people. Um, That court appearance when he had no time to prepare his costume for court, he came in looking schmick and groomed and dressed like he was a top businessman and butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately... There, I hate to put the two words together, but people that are uh, often um, violent, let's say, um, yeah, criminal, they're actually so very manipulative. Like criminally charged. Yeah, 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 like your former husband. Uh, they're very manipulative and they can work a room and it sounds like he has always been able to work a room. Oh, absolutely. And He's the first. A master. Yeah. A master, yeah. He would tell you everyone loves him. He's the life of the party. Um, he looks fabulous. But he sort of was. But he sort of was, wasn't he? Yes. He was the life of the party and everyone did love him. You know, he still models at 62, Narelle, would you believe? Yeah, I would. Oh, God, yeah. love him. And put, you know, and very, very, very into how he looks in his body and being fabulous and, and, it's it's really sad that my sons have to watch this because it's not how good men are. You know, the lady that took over the business, my God, there are some amazing people. She is in a wheelchair. She has, um, she's my angel. She has multiple sclerosis. She has a husband to die for. He's a man. You, you, you want to know what a good man is. You just meet this man. And... Um, you know, she, they are more human and more stand-up and more together than than anyone who perpetrates violence. Um, that's not a good man. A good man doesn't do what's been done to myself and our family, not even close, no. Well, it isn't. And you, you were mentioning before that um, uh, it's affected, you know, your mental health, oh, your physical health. Yeah, absolutely. Can you tell us a bit about those effects? Yeah, I can. I think it's like the top of the volcano erupted the minute that beautiful policeman put the IVO on me and I realised I'd been living a horrendous life, really. And the nightmares I have are just relentless and they won't go away. You know, when you're asleep, you can't change what you think. You can't control it. And they are frightening, really frightening, Um, remembering things, reliving things. Um, I disassociate, which is quite interesting. (laughs) Where was I? I I was at um, at a a rehearsal um, for a professional production recently, um, not an amateur one. And I was facing a wall and I just turned to talk to someone and I was told that I faced the wall for three hours <laughs> and then I turned around <laughs> thinking thinking that I was 
rolling back into where I'd been. And they said, you know, we, you, you were facing the wall for three hours. You were staring at it. We just let you be. <laughs> wow. That's a long, that's almost like an amnesia event, yeah. isn't it? Oh, I'm laughing because I don't remember it and I was with some really good people from LA that I hadn't seen in a long time and they they know, like, there's a lot of incredible research in, in America about this sort of thing more than we've got here and um, gorgeous, um, the the head, head vocal coach said, we just let you be... Um, we knew we know your story and we could see that you know maybe you were just having a moment but it went for a long time (laughs) and she said do you disassociate and I said well that's obviously part of it so I think when things get too much um, yeah you just vague off but I'm you know I'm blessed with I call them earth angels Um, I there are there are two in 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 the business and you know between my beautiful friend in the wheelchair and my beautiful friend who's the um mandatory reporter they just quietly watch me and when they can see that I'm not mentally well they just quietly fix it so I'm one of the fortunate ones Narelle because I actually well, think if yeah. I hadn't have had them, I actually think I might be truly um, really in trouble, actually. Mm. Mm. Um, you've had issues with your hands? Yeah, I have. With, um, mm. with, skin, with skin issues, yeah, teeth yeah. issues. Can you tell us a bit about them? So the teeth issues have to do with the sleep. So... I've clearly been grinding through stress in the last five or six years because admittedly, you know, there were some moments in COVID where my former partner was truly frightening and I would go to sleep and grind and wake up. My jaw would be sore. And I had to have two teeth removed during COVID because they cracked. And I remember going to... um, And he didn't have the money for me to go to the hospital to have them properly done. So I had to go to the dental hospital, the treasure. Um, Mm -hmm. And they were removed. And I remember the specialist, dental specialist at the hospital saying, you know, there's something really wrong because your teeth are in incredible condition, but they're cracking and falling out. You must be grinding. And so it got worse Um, during COVID and then when he left it got really worse so I have about perfect condition teeth not one hole not one filling strong strong teeth cracking from the grinding because I am not sleeping very well so what I do is um, when I do sleep I have the nightmares I grind and that's the process. Yeah a well-known stress um, issue is uh, teeth, you know, your teeth um, deteriorating. Well, you know, you've got to, got to love delicious bordering on dishonest lawyers because I can, you know, my teeth are in excellent condition apart from the cracking, so it's like a no-brainer. But people try to prove that it's not related. All this stuff is 
you know, people desperately try to prove that this stuff isn't related. But I've got cracking at the moment, so I'm just waiting um, on funds so that I can have them fixed before they fall out because you don't, you know, teeth replacement's expensive. But our family has an incredible history of fabulous teeth, so it's not, Mm. it's not, anything else and the hand um the skin is um from stress it says it's a it's a horrendous thing stress causes it um so it's a mite growing all over my skin um which causes um it to embed in your skin and scale um and you know it's a stress thing it's serious Mm. The medication sometimes works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, your hand has been um, permanently damaged yeah. by yeah. Um, your former husband, a situation that he mm. uh, crushed it, that yeah. you're involved in with him, mm. yeah, where he crushed it. Um, but that's just gone from bad to worse, hasn't it, your hand? Look, it, yeah, it has. Look, it it's really interesting because the conversations that happen at home, my sons say, you know, why is it all happening now? <laughs> you know, um, yeah, yeah. And and clearly, the precious ex husband is filling their heads with, she's lying, she's making it up, which is his standard statement. But it's a pro a medical process which I've learned. So when things are fractured, <clears throat> um. It takes time for the bones to grow over the fractures and the rings of fluid to grow around them. It's not; It doesn't happen instantly. And obviously if you've got a hand where there's been a major fracture, that one starts first and all the minor fractures come over time. And so it's not operable um, at all. Uh, the fluid can be removed. The rings of fluid can be removed, but then they grow back and they're removed again. That's just a process. Um, it's pretty painful with the, the arthritis that grows around the fracture areas. Um, that's standard stuff though, I'm being told. It's just, you know, I'm learning to realize that, um, and it's probably everyone out there who's dealing with family violence, probably quietly, most people don't talk about it, is that you start to believe that you're wrong, that you are a liar, that you're making it up because that's what you're always told. So, you know, you learn to put up with this stuff. But um, this is serious. It's my dominant hand. So I don't know where that's going to lead. It's 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 slowly. I can't now. I have to get people to do a lot of things for me that I used to be able to do. So I can't sew or do intricate work with that hand anymore. Um, How did your hand get damaged? Uh, I was holding a fry pan up um, as he was pushing me into the corner of the kitchen. Mm. And, and you said your hand was crushed. Yeah, my hand was on the fry pan handle and he put his hand on that hand and crushed it, yeah. God, okay. And um, so the, the physical um, side effects are huge as well as obviously the psychological. Yeah. How has it affected your children? How are the boys? Okay, that's a really good question, Narelle, because I spent 32 years hiding it from the children. 
and I was adamant that I didn't want them to be affected by it. So I, I became the master of um, hiding it, putting up a wall and just letting them not know it ha- was happening um, to try and save them from any trauma. My son saw some stuff, so he's one that knows it happened and is aware of it and is more aware that he doesn't want to bring it into his life. My youngest son's very flippant about it. Um, Mm -hmm. Until my ex-partner got convicted. But he still is not fully believing of it. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. And he still um, is highly manipulated by his father. Um, everyone wants to be loved by their father. Hmm. What's their relationship like with their father now? Uh, they have dinners and lunches with him. Um, I'm sure... They don't talk about him in the home at all. Um, It's not a conversation topic. Um, Our youngest works, does some work experience with him one morning a week, which is not a good idea at all. 
Um, he has the ability to have work experience with a giant international company, yet he's choosing to have experience with his father in a very, very average business. So there's the manipulation starting already. Um, my big concern about that is that he will just gurgle down a dreadful path and become nothing of what I know he could be because some people imitate their father. But I've done the best I can, Narelle, to be quite honest. Oh, you have. And, um, you know, you've made an enormous sacrifice. Oh, huge. Yeah, huge. Mm. And... It's for your kids. That's the only oh, reason. Only you for, yeah, Narelle, it was only for the kids, completely only for the children, yeah. Mm. I think the thing that upsets me the most when the IVO, the day the IVO was put on me, we were about to open up a fabulous program with council government help with um, for street kids and housing commission kids and kids coming, you know, from immigration, a free program for them, which really would have changed their lives, but obviously it didn't go ahead. So, and they're not look, willing to reopen it because two years down the track, why would you? So there were some things that got stopped that were really philanthropic and really good for young kids that because of one person's selfishness didn't happen. So, so where are you at now? Um, yeah, so certainly half the person I normally am. Um, I still don't own my business because I'm not a mean person and the per people who have been running it and doing it have loved it and they're fantastic at it, like, they're phenomenal. It's changed lives. So I've got a bit of teaching back, which is um, nice. But I do have to be really mindful that, you know, I've got to be careful. I'm not quite right. Um, mm. And I'm still, you know, still battered. It's left bruises I can't that aren't healing, Narelle. Of course it would, yeah. Yeah. And I just get really concerned that so many people out there don't talk about this, it's hidden, it's accepted, um, and we have really great services out there, but they're all a muddle. No one's talking to each other. Um, the kids aren't aware of it. There's no programs for kindergarten kids. The conversations boys are having at school are not good. Um you know, the disrespect for partners is still out there. It's not It's not changing. Well, you say that, um, but it has to be because we are now, let's say from a police point of view, we now have um, family violence investigation teams. So I'm not saying it's perfect, but we are moving ahead um, and recognising the insidious um, uh, oh, results of family violence. And yeah, to somebody like you, I imagine um, I don't blame you for feeling like that, but we are moving ahead, but oh, it's so slow and there's going to be, there's still many people out there that would be 
um, experiencing what you have experienced and have the fear that you had about, well, what if I report it? What will happen to me? What will happen to my boys? I'll have nowhere to live. Oh, um, you know, you know, I'll get strangled again. Uh, you know, it, it's just we are getting better, but we have an enormous way to go, enormous. Well, men bandy together and they look after each other and they don't believe the women. That's standard practice. Some people do, but, but then- don't. But but then again, please, I'm not trying. But on the other, on the flip side, no one sticks to each other like girlfriends. No, you know, like no. women. Women also stick together. So um, I, I understand what you mean. But we're the same. But in a more um, compassionate, we, oh, you know, put our arms around each other and hold each other's hand and. Whereas the the guys will just come on, let's go out. Well, this I'm generalising, but let's go out for a beer. Ah, oh, pardon me, fuck them. Let's go out for a beer. Come on, let's go and get blind. Or yeah, it's not how do, all men feel. Yeah, but they mm. do more than that. They help them. They help each other hide money. They um, oh, give yeah, them okay. work. They teach them how to use the system. They all you know, know someone who knows someone, barrister, lawyer-wise. Mm. Um, I think the concern with this family violence is that it it affects the kids at the end of the day. So our future is affected. The kids' learning abilities are affected and therefore we're stopping good things happening in this world because people are too busy battling the drama and that's the really sad bit so even in my instance really good things that help really good people have stopped because of one selfish person that help hundreds and hundreds of people kids through to adults have stopped because I'm not capable of doing them and even through the marriage, I think, well, what could have I done? But I was too busy guarding my children, guarding myself. Just the sheer selfishness of it's extraordinary. Mm. Gee, it is. You know, um, in, in in closing, a couple of things I wanted to say, but I think in the back of my mind, I think that a lot of my listeners, a lot of people out there, um, would have the question that, and this is what the court system, I believe, does, but I need you to explain it. So how does such a successful businesswoman um, end up with no money um, and at times no, like hardly enough money for food, let alone accommodation? How, how does somebody get to that point after um, travelling the world and having such a successful business? Is it the courts that took all your money? Is it your former husband? So I, I guess we just... Is, and is that is that being a bit personal? But I, I think you know, people... I do have a roof over my head now. So we have... Yeah, but you haven't had, but you haven't had. So we have settled yeah. to a point, but the children are living with me. So I'm still mm-hmm. the responsible parent looking after my boys and I would not have it any other way because that's what a good parent does. They look after their children and love them. Yep. But I only have a roof over my head 
and you know it's a hilarious place with three dogs and kids and you know and it's small a madhouse yeah and we're on top of each other but I'm an older person I don't have um I don't have a, a job or a career or superannuation and that's really scary and it happens because these perpetrators are great manipulators so it was all manipulated with the help of his lawyer who knew what she was doing and they they do it saying oh it's all really fair we're being really fair but it was oh, yeah, yeah. it wasn't fair it was like a tsunami so it came upon me unexpected i didn't know it was coming it they did it really quickly she, the lawyer, would have known I was mentally not capable of dealing with anything. Um, my poor, poor lawyer was scrambling to deal with things and she was phenomenally amazing, but it was happening really quickly and things had been put in place before it all happened, so they pre-plan, pre-manipulate, hide money, hide clients' money, manipulate everything so that, you and they make it look like you've ended up with all these lovely things. So if you were to speak to them, they would say, "Oh, but she got this," and but you didn't. It was frightening. It was pre-planned like a war, and that's what happens. You're not ready for it because I would have never dreamt anyone would do anything like this to someone else because I'm a good person. So that's how it happens, and you stand there going, "How did this happen?" And it does. You trust, I suppose you trust yeah. the ones closest to you. You're, you do. Like to me, if you, if you can't trust your husband, who, uh, who can you it? trust? And, and I think that's a huge issue because in the end, um, I, you know, we now have a roof over our head and it's wonderful and my beautiful men are living with me and they're still shell-shocked, but they, I'm sure they give their dad another view. And, but they're still shell-shocked because I see it in their beautiful eyes every day. But a, grown, but a grown woman shouldn't still be fully responsible for everything. And now I have to rebuild, and I don't even know how to rebuild Narelle because my trust has been removed from me and I'm a shell of myself. I have no answer for that, but these people are clever and cunning and he learned, we're talking third generation, so it's pretty refined family violence and it was never stopped. So his father did it, his mother did it, he did it, voila. I believe his grandfather did it from talking to his brother-in-law and some family members. So we're talking history here of family violence, which is really strong. The only way to break the cycle is I'm hoping I've done it by protecting my kids and staying in the marriage and speaking out, going to criminal court, having people hold me up for two years, um, you know, Centrelink and Salvation Army and Louise Rogers and the police and, you know, the business people. They've been amazing but... I'm, I'm not the same person I was. There's no way. And I look back and think what I could have, could have done on this earth would have been fabulous, but it didn't happen. 
No, I, I don't like your thinking like that because I think what you are doing now, I mean, I shouldn't say it like that because that's how you feel, but with what you're doing now, it is so important because you are giving people out there reason to keep going, reason to start thinking, well, I could do this because Anastasia did, or if Anastasia did this, I can do it. Like, I don't think you realise the um, the motivation, the strength, um, what that does for people just by telling um, by telling your story. So um, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, it's really interesting. I was talking to um, my family, the lady, the family family lawyer family law lawyer, extraordinary woman really. I don't think I've ever met anyone like her. And she just calmly said, Anastasia, I don't know anyone who has been able to follow through on having their partner criminally charged for family violence and then get an IVO off that's been on them for a year with all the documentation you had. So I just have to hope that that is something and might help other people. Mm. Mm. Um, just uh, Can I just clarify something? The difficulties that you are having and continue to have with seeking employment, yeah. is, is that because um, of the intervention order that has in the past been granted, even though it's been lifted, um, uh, that has been granted, or is it more because of the physical, uh, the physical aspects of um, you know, like your hand, uh, your psychological and mental health? Look, it's a really interesting question. I think it's um, you know, we had two years of COVID, and then two years of all this kerfuffle. You lose contacts very easily. And they're not really willing, really willing to revisit you or employ you because they've moved on as they should have. Mm. So they're not going to wait for you. Secondly, um, being really quite dyslexic for me to retrain is pretty impossible. Okay. Um, I did think about doing a floristry course and applied and got through to the final and then, you know, had to reveal that my hand couldn't cut and do things really well and they said, look, you know, <laughs> that's not going to work. So um, that the, yeah. the, money, that the money was refunded. I think um, my confidence is very much shattered. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, my trust is very, um, very watered down. I don't think I really trust anybody because of what he's done. I, I really have very little trust for other people, um, which is pretty sad. Um, my mental health is not, not fabulous, no. Um, I will always be positive and I can always see that, but... But it snaps. I can't even tell you what could be a trigger, Narelle, because I haven't even worked that out myself. But I have triggers. Um, and to be quite honest, you know, at my age, no one's 
really willing to hire someone with a hand that maybe kind of works but loses power or um, I don't feel confident in interviews sometimes. I've been for a few. Um, I There are some courses I probably need to do, but I don't think I could get through them because of the dyslexia now. It's all different. And my computer skills are really minimal. But I'm a hard worker, but, you know, I'm not even sure that's enough. I don't know. I don't have that answer, but I know that it's not really working. Mm, yeah. Um, I suppose I just wanted to share a sentence that I read in your victim impact statement you sent me, which just shows the immeasurable damage that um, we've both been alluding to, and it goes like this, quote, My loss of future earnings are very real, huge daunting, scary and frightening. I feel so alone in this aspect as I still have both my sons studying and working and feel so, so responsible for their future and mine. As I have no income prospects, it keeps me up at night, not being able to sleep, unquote. Boy. They're, they're, they're big issues, aren't they, to deal with? Look, they are, and I think it's because I've always been responsible. I've always run businesses and companies. I've always, you know, really taken um, running the family and looking after people and people around me has been a really important thing. Um, you know, the people in the business, they're extraordinary, I was with them all last night and I just watched them and I just love them. They're extraordinary people and I feel responsible for them. I feel responsible because I've always paid the bills, but it is really scary looking at the future because I don't have that backup. Maybe I never did, probably didn't have it, but, you know, to not have that backup of any sort, know you're doing it yourself and knowing to restart again at my age, um, oh, it's overwhelming. Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that. In fact, um, I would imagine that you are, um, a description of you now would be a shell of what you were, I don't know, let's say, 10 years ago. I easily, 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see more programs and people and help for kids and there's got to be something out there so there are less of me, <laughs> less shells out there. Oh, I think the world would be a better place with people like you, Anastasia, a lot more people like yourself. Uh, look, I've got to say thank you for um, trusting in me to share your story because um, you haven't shared it before, but we discussed it and we felt that you might give your story might give um, others some strength, but it also might give you some strength as well. Um, unintended, you never know. By telling your story, I think sometimes it can be very empowering. Um, and I suppose there must be someone out there who can give Anastasia a break and maybe a new beginning. Like it's clear that Anastasia is a good person. She's an honest person and a person who I have no doubt you can trust. 
She is nothing like the person her former husband has portrayed. And Anastasia is the one with the proof of his lies because he has been found guilty in a court of lying. Thanks for your time, Anastasia. It's been an absolute pleasure and good luck with everything. Thank you. noticed we've moved to a new platform called Acast. I think that's the right expression, I've got no idea. And my previous reviews haven't transferred over. I need reviews. <laughs> Could you do me a favour and put up a review? And thank you so much for your support and patronage. With your help, I can give you that little bit extra. 